mates. Welcome once again to the Little Dum Dum Club. My name is Tommy Dasolo. Sitting opposite me, my co-host Carl Chandler. Hey, dickhead. How you doing? Yeah. How's that potato cake and drumstick that you had on the way in sitting? <laughs> Pretty good. I yeah. actually needed it for sustenance. I made a major uh, error coming in. I parked where I thought I parked about twenty meters away from where we were recording. I parked about six long blocks, <laughs> so I needed a breather in between a bit of tater cake and icy cream. Yeah, that, no wonder you were late. You came in looking very happy with yourself. Yeah, Your I little did. cap on. I walked from zone two to zone three. <laughs> <laughs> you crossed over. Welcome once again to the Little Dum Dum Club. Uh, we should point out uh, you may be listening to this on uh, Barry Digital Radio, and if you are, welcome aboard. Uh, this show is the Little Dum Dum Club. It's myself and Carl Chandler chatting to a comedian pal of ours. And if you like what you're hearing, uh, go check out all our old episodes on iTunes. Um, also, Comedy Festival tickets are on sale, so if you're into that sort of stuff, get on the Comedy Festival website, uh, go see some shows. Housekeeping out of the way, we've got a great show for you today. A good friend of ours, a stand-up comedian. You may have seen him on the Comedy Festival Gala last year. You may have heard his show, Lime Champions. It's Josh Earl. Yeah. And the circle. I was on the circle you're once. You're on the circle? Oh, what'd you do on the circle? Ding Dong wasn't on it when I was on the Oh, that is, oh that's that no is, circle. That's no was, circle to me. <laughs> Tom Green instead. Oh, really? That's all right. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he was one of the co-hosts. He was, yeah, he had no idea what he was meant to be doing, <laughs> and had What's just new? had just landed um, from the states. I don't know where he lives in the states. I'm guessing LA. LA. Yeah. Yeah. And was like, so what is this show? What what can I do? What can't I say? Can we show clips from my show? No? Okay. <laughs> and just sat there. Yeah, 10, 10.30 or 10 o'clock in the morning. That's when yeah. Tom Green would shine, yeah. I imagine. And yeah. then I came out and talked about cakes from a book. He had no idea what it was. And <laughs> was just there going, wow, you like cakes a lot, don't you? Like, yeah. He was awesome because he was in town for the comedy festival last year. And he, he took the town by storm. Yeah, tickets created... still available. I think you can get some tickets. <laughs> well, at, the, at this taping, like... Backstage, I said, oh, can we ask you about Drew Barrymore? And he was like, you can, but we got divorced and it was really sad, so maybe not. It <laughs> <laughs> was great. If you want to ruin your show, you're more than yeah. welcome to ask me about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You should have a grown man cry at 10.05. <laughs> so we should point out that we're... Um, Due to the circumstances of, of, of how we're recording this, we're in we're in a different studio to where we normally record. We normally record either at Sin or at our new home of Oz Stereo, uh, their studios. But today we're in the Triple R Studios, yeah. home of Josh Earl, at his suggestion. Jill, don't leave. Jill, now, don't leave Triple R. Now, is this some kind of ploy to, like, put us off our game and sort of establish control of the little so dumb club? So I feel more comfortable. Yeah, because and... so far you may be able to tell we seem, both Carl and I, massively uncomfortable I mean, the equipment's nicer. I can we'll see way that. too many black-framed glasses at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I just wanted to come here because it's close to my house. And, uh, yeah, that, well. That was why. Yeah, it's kind of close to mine. It's Carl's had to make it an epic I'm, journey. I'm closer to my house at the moment than I am my car. <laughs> <laughs> Is there going to be a potato cake drumstick combo on the way back? Oh, there might be a potato cake. Yeah. yeah. Not the drumstick. Not that's another just, drumstick. That's a cornetto. He's going to get a cornetto on the way back. <laughs> What's what? Are they, they're the same thing, aren't they? No. What, what's, really? What's I don't the, think they are. Has do both of them have the chocolate tip? Um, I Three. think Cornetto. Cornetto is better. Yeah, I I was looking at this the other day. Like when you know, back in the olden days of ice creams, how you had your your paddle pops and whatever, and pretty much everything was about a dollar. And then you had your Magnum, which oh, was two dollars. Yes. You are so young. And that back was in the old days when ice <laughs> creams were a dollar. Well, <laughs> Jesus. No, but my point being, Magnum was like the really indulgent one that was like a double the price of all the others. And now. The market's oversaturated. Like, it's it's harder to find one that's not extreme. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Everything's yeah, got yeah, fucking right. heaps of nuts and caramel. Oh. Remember the Memphis meltdown? 
Oh, when yeah. that came out, and that was like the first one that was on the, top of the Magnum. Yeah, that, that was, was the like, Pepsi to the Magnum's Coke. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it had because the Magnum was like that. Could you rich pass chocolate. the Magnum challenge? Because <laughs> <laughs> the Magnum was like that creamy ice cream, and then the rich chocolate, and then the Memphis Meltdown was that, but with like a layer of caramel, like in between yeah. two bits of chocolate, gooey caramel. Yeah, and from then it was like the rules no longer apply. Now there's just all sorts of crazy shit going on. I but, feel really ghetto now when I get like I'll get an, uh, lemonade icy pollens like eighty cents. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, am I some sort of hobo? Like, yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't I be paying four dollars fifty for something at the moment? Or? It used to be thirty cents. That was the lemonade icy poles. What you had yep. when you had a sore throat? Yes, in, in, yes. in the Earl household. Yeah, right. Uh, I actually won a uh, pair of Reebok pumps from a <laughs> paddle pop liquor prize. Wow. Yeah, we we're going up to visit my my very sick grandmother in Launceston. We we're driving; it's a two-hour drive, and. Had her boyfriend, partner, whatever he was, he just was some guy who hung around Ooh. in the car. F and, buddy? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. And then, but they never said what he was. He just was always at our Christmases. Um, but um, <laughs> mum bought us all ice creams and he didn't want his. And so I had two. And on his one is how I won the Reebok pumps. Oh! Yeah. And it took him about six months to get to me. Did he oh, try really? and, Yeah. Did he try and claim, did he want the Reebok pumps for himself? No, I don't think he knew what they were. Like, I tried to explain, like, there's shoes that you can pump up. And he's like, what, the soul pumps up? And I thought, the tongue pumps up. And he's like, well, what, what would that help? And I'm yeah, like, well, what would that help? Yeah. <laughs> so you don't he's got a to, point. Don't yeah. have to tie him up. This F buddy tight. of your auntie has a point. Grandma. Grandma, sorry. Oh, oh, get it right. F buddy, that just reminds me, I saw the other day, uh, uh, you know that new movie, the new Ashton Kutcher vehicle? No Strings no Attached. No Strings Attached. Yes. Uh-huh. Friend of the show. Hey, uh, <laughs> I, 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 A+. S- a+. <laughs> I saw an ad uh, online. Is it in France or it's in somewhere where, you know, you've got the literal translation or whatever. There's like a movie poster up in France somewhere and it's and the name of the movie is Sex Partner. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like an that sounds like that film title would be better if it was like a buddy cop movie. Yeah. Sex Partner. <laughs> but on that thing of, of getting that someone else. That would be good as well if it was one of those old school where it was like a, a cop and a monkey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But on that um, on that thing of uh, of cl- claiming someone else's prize, like because you you know you, yeah. because you had his his uh, his icy pole, um, I have a I know a guy who is like hands down like the unluckiest guy you'll ever meet. Like I worked with him in an office for a little bit, and every day he would come out with some new story about some insanely horrendous thing that had happened to him. And he remembers the first the first kind of bad thing was when he was I think like ten. Him and his dad went down to the supermarket. And uh, they had all their stuff there. And there was this woman behind them who just had a carton of milk. And she's like, oh, I'm in a real rush. Can I just cut in? I'm just, I've just got to get this carton of milk. I'm in a real hurry. And this kid, guy's dad is like, no, 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 no. You're not cutting in. No, no, no. And then the kid, you know, being 10, is like, dad, come on. Don't be such a hard ass. Let her in. <laughs> so she cuts in line. They scan the, the milk, goes through the register, and then alarms start going off. No Balloons way. fall from the ceiling. No he claims she's like the millionth customer or whatever. Nah. Gets cash in a car, and then the dad was all in the shits that she just didn't. She didn't turn around and go, "You have some of this," right. and just. I say, I say some of that story's true. I don't yeah. think balloons fell because no. have you been to a supermarket where they've got a, not, a roof yeah. that'll open up <laughs> balloons fall? It's nah. not my story. I, I, I want to buy and into it. And a crocodile it. come out of the dunny. And, <laughs> and then everyone and stood up. The nuts. Everyone stood up and gave me applause. I've got a friend yeah. who finishes most of his stories like that. Oh, really? Like, yeah, I was, in, I, was in the, I was in the cinema and this woman was talking and I said, hey, woman, shut up. And everyone there stood up and clapped me. <laughs> I was like, that didn't happen. Even in movies, they're not that ridiculous. Yeah. But I, no, I like not any story. Not even in sex partner. <laughs> <laughs> but I like any story that I, I like a bit of sizzle at the yeah. end of a story. Like I, I buy into it. I, you yeah. know, it's it's funnier to imagine that because I've had stuff like that happen where 
you go to yourself, no one's going to believe that this happened because if I saw this in a movie, I would say, bullshit, that can't happen. Like I was in a supermarket once and I had a big bottle of uh, Pepsi Max, like a two-litre bottle. Bullshit. Yeah, I know. I know, right? Bear <laughs> Come with on, me. buys Pepsi Bear What comic me. book have you got this out of? <laughs> I've, um, so I've dropped the bottle, right, and there must have been shaken up a lot on its way to the supermarket or whatever, like in the shipping. So I've dropped it. It's landed on the lid, like top down, and the, the force of the drop has kind of like snapped the lid off. The pressure has launched the bottle across the aisle. The bottle has smashed into a display of Tabasco sauce. All the, all the Tabasco sauce bottles are broken, so there's Tabasco sauce and Pepsi all over the floor. And then the bottle is just like sort of lying, kind of spinning around, like as it runs out of steam, just going. And so I'm standing there just covered in shit, just looking at it going. There's no way that just happened. Yeah. Like, looking at it going, if I watched that on TV, I'd turn off and go, that's bullshit. And then that balloons fell from the sky. Yeah, yeah, I was the millionth person and to do that in the store. shut up and everyone went, yay! It's I- awkward, though, when you spill something or break something in a shop because yeah. you feel like you should clean it up, but you don't have any of the means. Like, you, yeah. you don't have a... So they so that someone comes out and you're like, oh, oh do you want me to... Oh, I can do it. And they're like, nah, just... We'll yeah. just do it. Just get out. You've showed what you've showed what you can do already. Yeah. <laughs> I used to work in a supermarket. Ah, yeah, that was my check first out job. Chick. Yeah, really? really? Yeah, Rolf Foss, which is the uh, the no, Pe- the Ro- Pepsi version of uh, Safeway. It's Rolf oh, Harris. Yeah, yeah, pronounced yeah. it wrong. That's in Tassie. Um, but I used to work on the checkout and the trolley boy. That's what right. I was. But a friend of mine, uh, Kynan Mole, used to come in. Oh, yeah. clang. <laughs> Name dropper. Is, it, is that brother to... of Kylie? No. But, uh, he used to come in and on the end of display, he used to, like, if, what did it say? It was toilet paper. Yeah. Just run into them and fall on the ground and just yell out really loudly, Oh, me dick! Me dick! Oh, me dick! <laughs> really loudly, knowing that me and Stuart, my other friend who worked there, uh, would have to yeah, would have to pick it up and pretend that we didn't know him because then we would get in trouble because the boss would say, your mates are coming in and causing a ruckus. Oh, that's awesome. What does Trolley Boy entail? Just Don't, getting them out of the out of the car park? and Yeah, go in the car park and... and no offence, but in my town, all the trolley boys were disabled. <laughs> I think that came in later. Oh, yeah. You established oh, the precedent. <laughs> but it was before the, uh, you know how you've got to put a dollar in? And yeah, they yeah. all link up. It was before that, so it was just me and... Yep. Pandemonium. Know, yeah, and so I think I, I used to do 14 at a time. And that, that was your record? Was well, your not my record, but that's oh. what I was comfortable with. Was that I what think, you were known for? Yeah. Around, 14 Earl. Around <laughs> Christmas, I would get to have to do 22 because it was just chaos. <laughs> Christmas Eve, just, oh, fuck. Would you, do, would you add one more every day to Christmas that's coming yeah, along? Yeah, try it. <laughs> like an advent calendar of yeah. trolleys? <laughs> I, um, I had this, this guy that I grew up with who was... M- Mental. Oh, yeah, he ended up going to jail. This, is what, oh, <laughs> this guy, he was the biggest liar, but he was like this really harmless liar. Um, th- these were his stories. His stories would go, uh, one time he was walking through the bush and he found a ghost town. He walked into a cave <laughs> and the wall of the cave moved and he found a ghost town. And he was just walking well, around. Like, it was pla- just... like platform eight and three quarters or yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like a cowboy ghost town. <laughs> And then he, you know what happened then? He walked out and then he couldn't find it again. So he couldn't show us. <laughs> so that was unfortunate because we would have liked to have seen that. Yeah. Uh, another story was he went fishing with his dad and he went out in the middle of the lake and his dad threw dynamite into the lake and then all the fish flew into the boat. Oh, no. And, that, uh, people used to do that in Tassie. Oh, really? Yeah, there's a running coach down in Tassie who blew his arm off because he was trying to get <laughs> yeah. it. In, and yeah, that's how he's got a hook on his arm. Right. Yeah. Oh, well, now he's even more suitable to go fishing. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> he, um, 
Uh, and then the other one was um, – this is the best one. He wants – his dad um, – oh, and he's he, – this is actually a true, true bit of it. His dad is mentioned in one of the Chopper books. This oh, guy. what? Yeah, he's like a proper crim. Um, his dad once bought a new Harley Davidson, brought it around to show his mum, and then his mum, like this guy's grandma, was like, oh, that looks pretty easy to ride. I reckon I could ride it. And he, he, the dad was like, no, you couldn't. I'll show you how I'm going to ride it. And then started up, took off, and accidentally hooked the grandma onto the end of the Harley. <laughs> So then he's driving down the street and didn't notice and was like, down the street, and she was flapping along in the breeze, <laughs> like washing. That is the plot to sex partner, <laughs> surely. It is interesting. And then, just at the end of that, just, yeah. just we've had our fun. This is what happened in the end. Um, <laughs> the last time I saw him was on the front cover of the Herald Sun when he dug up a woman out of the grave of a cemetery and severed the hand off her to use as an ashtray. So if you want to go through the archives of the Herald Sun 1994, circa 1994, you you can find this guy. Cut off a corpse's hand. Just go down to off your tree and get it out of there. (laughs) Fuck, man. So that's from your hometown. Yeah. I reckon your hometown and my hometown are pretty similar. (laughs) Just listening to the podcast. Yeah, right. Just a whole bunch of mental people and a whole bunch of friends who either didn't get out and went to jail or or got out as soon as they could. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, all of my friends got out as soon as they could. Yeah. Yeah. If I go back there now, I don't know anyone. Yeah. Have you got Have you got a good mental story from your – where did you go? In Tasmania? Bernie. Bernie, Tasmania. Northwest Coast. Uh, How many people? Sixteen thousand. So it's oh, a, that's a fair. Yeah, it's a city, but yeah. it's it's they're all mental, right? Like it, <laughs> it was a city. The Queen came in nineteen ninety eight, and uh, then the big factory there, which was the paper factory, closed down, and pretty much everyone left straight away. And so it's got to be, have twenty thousand people to be a city, and then in the space of like a year or two, like five thousand people just left. Yeah. And so the Queen had been there. It's a city. Ah, well, we're still a city. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's fifteen thousand then. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but yep. then they picked up because oh, they, okay, they right. breed a lot. Right. And uh, <laughs> the. Yeah, uh, my neighbour when I was growing up, uh, Danny Flight, Clang, there's another one. Uh, <laughs> friend of the show. Friend Flighty. Of the show, yeah. He, um, we, used to, we were bored growing up there and used to just ride our bikes and stuff. But one day we decided what he'd do is eat a packet of chocolate laxatives just to see what would happen. Just to see what we heard that well, might, might make you poo your pants. I know what happened. <laughs> yeah. 16,000 down to 15,000. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so... Yeah, he shat his pants, but instead of telling his mum what he did, what he, what he did was uh, he got a tennis ball, put his shitty undies inside the tennis ball, and then threw it over the back fence so his mum wouldn't find the evidence. <laughs> like the worst kinder surprise ever. <laughs> Imagine being yeah. struck by that. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. No, because it was city, but it was pretty country. Like the back of all our houses was paddocks with cows and stuff in it. So right. it's, it's pretty country. So a cow would have found it. That's all it would have been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, Maybe that's what you should have done the time you shot yourself, Carl. Just tennis ball in the sheets yeah, and straight over the fence. Putting a volleyball and whack it over the net. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you have a, Did you have a friend growing up that would tell that would tell lies that would spin shit? Yeah, Danny. And, Danny Flight. Ah, that right. Was, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hopefully he's not listening. If he is, fucking, he tells lies. I'd be wrapped if he um, was. Yeah. He, he also he probably is telling people he's listening. Yeah. To <laughs> <laughs> He'd also do this thing where he would. Give people nicknames. Like, oh, yeah. So I was Earl Mixture for no reason at all. <laughs> Earl Mixture. Earl Mixture. Uh, there was another guy whose nickname was Butch. Paul Bartlett was Butch, and he would call him Butch Aggie. Butch Aggie, eh? Butch so, Aggie. So, like, he would take someone's nickname <laughs> yeah. and then tack oh, his right. own thing yeah. onto the end. And another, Jeez, that's cheeky. another friend of ours, Justin Humber, 
got called Apple Crumble. <laughs> because Humber and UMB, um, yeah. I, say, um. <laughs> I don't know about Earl Mixture. Earl Mixture, I don't know where it came from. Yeah. With, I think it's very interesting with friends that tell lies. Like it's particularly interesting when you get because when when you're a kid, it's kind of it's kind of a different thing. Like you know, kids kids spin a lot of shit. But then when you get to a certain age, like when you're sort of out of school, you know, and people like knowing someone in your group who's kind of. When there's the debate about people going, I reckon everything he says is made up. Like yeah. that, when it gets into like that yeah. pathological kind of thing. Because I knew a guy uh, a few years ago who we sort of started to work out was just spinning shit because he his big claim was that he was uh, an ASIO a spy for ASIO. That like when he was fourteen, <laughs> he'd been he'd been picked up and how long did this take you to work this one out? Well, because I didn't really know him. Like we made friends with some girls that knew him, and so he was then kind of around, and and we we sort of didn't know. And then I think one day the way it came out was um he had said to all of the girls in the group, hey, you know you're like my best friend, so you're the only person I'm telling, and you can't tell anyone else this. And then we we're at a party, and they all kind of. And they were all like, oh, yeah. And then they'd all bought into it. And then they've told, like, me and my mate Drew. And we're just like, that is so obviously bullshit. Are you kidding me? You've believed that this whole time. And they're like, no, nah, but why would he make it up? And we're like, because he's a mental. Why would like, he make up the yeah. girls that he's a spy? Yeah, exactly. But it was all this stuff because he's like, yeah, he claimed that he'd been, he'd, they picked him up when he was like 14. And he'd turn up to parties late with a black eye and go, yeah, I got into a fight with my trainer. Oh, and all so this that's kind why of shit. he's lying. Because dad, bloody. <laughs> But the best, the best one I ever heard him try and spin was that uh, he claimed, he, he would say, you know in the Optus ads, how they've got the animals in them? It's me. It's my idea. He claimed <laughs> oh, that he... he was the animals. Yeah. No, he, he claimed that he was the person that went to Optus and went, you know what you should do in your ads? Put animals in them. I That's know, him. I know, you, know what, you know what I love about a lie is like not something stupid like that, like, oh, yeah, I'm a spy, because you go, oh, no, you're not. Like, even if you were a spy, you'd go, no, you're not. Yeah. You're not a spy. Yeah. I like it when they have those, like, details, those little detailed lies, or something really obscure, so you, you're like, why would anyone make that up? Yeah. Yeah. There's someone that, that – there's a person that we all have met before – that um, <laughs> oh. one of my favourite lies, because I just think it is such a lie, but it's such a detailed lie that you uh-huh. just don't go, oh, that's not true. Uh, he was like, I was married and my ex-wife is the girl that you see on the keycard ad outside of pubs or whatever that advertises, you know, to get a keycard <laughs> instead of a driver's licence. That's my ex-wife on there. Because then you can't look at it and go, oh, did you marry Jane Citizen? Oh, no, yeah. it's probably not her name. So I wanted to talk about this because this is something that came up the other day when me and Josh were talking. Um, we, we, you, you know, you're a friend of the program. Oh, I'm a big friend of the program. You and I have been acquaintances for some time. We've been yeah. friends some time. Ever since I pretty much started on the stand-up yeah, scene. Yeah, I came, I came to your wedding. Yeah, I'm you presuming did. that you're going to name your forthcoming child after me. <laughs> if it's a boy. But yeah. how, how well do you guys know each other? Josh and Carl. Not that, no. Not, not amazingly. No. I, don't, I don't think you're going to name any child after me. No, we were talking about this because I was saying, because your name came up with uh, Nick Cody, friend of the show. Yep. Right. Yeah, and saying, he read a text message that you sent out to him and he goes, guess who this is? And we guessed straight away. Because <laughs> <laughs> it said something like, you're a cock, you're a wanker, or something like that. And Your then, jokes are shit. Yeah, <laughs> <and> then, yeah. <laughs> it was something like put some rape jokes. <laughs> and then um, he, he was talking about how yeah, you you just bag him out the whole time. And I said I've never seen that side of Carl. Like, oh right. And then we're like, maybe I'm not friends with him because yeah, he's never. Well, yeah. Well, that, that's coming up. That's something yeah, okay. we'll look forward to. <laughs> oh, good. Maybe yeah. at the end of the hour. Yeah. That's maybe yeah. this is what it takes. You can't start with that. Like well, when I you get familiar, say, how... you can insult someone. No. So, how how yeah. far in do you need to be 
I think we're getting there, Josh. We're getting closer. But I think it's different for us, though, (laughs) me and Carl, because you're at the age where you can still go up to someone and say, will you be my friend? (laughs) 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 We're at that age where... (laughs) What a (laughs) stitch-up. What an absolute (laughs) stitch-up. It's a bit harder if you're a bit older. I feel we're more friends now. (laughs) I wish those days never ended, though. Like, how good would that be if you could still just go up to someone and go, will you be my friend? I don't think that ever happened with me. (laughs) That's unsurprising Probably someone did it to you once And you went Oh look at this guy He wants to be my friend (laughs) This is something Very briefly off off the subject But on the subject Of that noise you just made When my girlfriend Imitates me (laughs) She goes Because like As I want to do If I'll say Oh look at that thing She'll go Oh why don't we go over there And I'm like Yeah let's go over there (laughs) She'll go When she imitates me She'll go Oh look at you I suppose you don't Want to do that You'll be like Oh oh, yeah Let's go and do that A burr (laughs) What's that What's the burr noise That's you You know Burr I think you're struggling for She can't bring herself to actually It's like how some people can't whistle Yeah She can't Yeah (laughs) You know, I don't think I've told you this. Um, You know, we've got fans of the show out there. And when I've met people and you haven't been around who listen to the show, (laughs) a few people have said to me, hey, on the show, when someone goes, is that, who is that? Is that you or Carl? (laughs) Like, there's huge debate in the dum-dum community on the forums about which one of us is doing the noise. Oh, I thought you were going to say, is that real or is that like a sound effect? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Michael Winslow of podcasts. That's when we know we've really made it, is when we just have a button. We're in a proper studio now. That's that's a bit of Skywalker Ranch, a bit of... uh... Are there Industrial wacky, light and magic happening. Are there, are there wacky sound effect buttons on this panel? No, there's a computer. At Triple R, do you reckon there really is? This <laughs> is one person going, mmm. <laughs> there's buttons that you press for long pauses. Um. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've always been quite interested in this because I think this is a good story. You were saying that we, we've been friends since around about the time you started in Melbourne. Yep. Your, to talk us through your arrival from your, your departure from Bernie Yep. and then heading over to Melbourne. Okay, so no, I left... I lived in Launceston for five years. Okay, right. Did uni yep. there. Uh, my, I was in a long-term relationship, four and a half years, mm-hmm. and she was living in Devonport, which is about an hour, hour away, hour, hour and 20 minutes away. Yep. And I didn't drive. So it's sort of the distance from the studio to Carl's car right now, <laughs> just to give some context. I didn't drive, and then um, so I... Bus? Train? No, a friend of mine was a courier, and he used to do that drive every day. And so right. she just got back from a holiday, and you I said, yourself up in the bag." And... I said, "Come up, come up, and hang out." And she goes, "No, I'll, I'll stay the night, and then I'll drive up then." And so I got a lift down there, and he dropped me off at her house at six thirty in the morning. I had a key, let myself in, walked in on her and another dude in bed in the nude. Oh, yeah, really? Um, yeah. And two days before that, I booked my first ever gig. Uh, that was two weeks after this gig. Wow. After not this gig, this this event. Uh, <laughs> so I, gig. I walked in and saw him. Woke him up. Walked out of the room. Um, she came out and kind of just, we had a massive argument. He stayed in the room. Didn't come out. He's also six foot seven. Ooh. And so, I, and if you don't know who it I am, lying down six foot seven. Yeah. That's <laughs> <massive>. <laughs> you can see why she got with him. Uh, but, yeah, I'm five foot seven, so I wasn't going to do anything. Um, then I had to wait for my friend to <gasps> finish. He had to go all the way to uh, Smithton, which is another hour. Oh, do all the runs. Yeah, Hannah, Hannah Gadsby country. And then drive back. So it was a three hour of me just in her lounge room waiting for him. Oh. And then he picked me up. I drove back up and then pretty much booked my flight to Melbourne pretty much after that and went, right, I'm going to 
moved to Melbourne. Really? Wow. And so, but in that time, I did some gigs. And so I did one, um, my first gig was supporting, um, my second gig was supporting Rod Quantock because um, I was the only comic in town. <laughs> and so, and then he kind of said, yeah, you should move to Melbourne and do comedy as a very flippant remark, but I thought it was, yeah. you should do it and I'll help you out. He didn't yeah. say that, but yeah. I moved here. And Come did, live with yeah. me. Yeah. You'll be so my I, opening act. I yeah. moved here, staying on people's floors for about two months. You can be like private snooze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I heard, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know if I've ever asked you about this, I heard that when you first moved to Melbourne, you slept in the, grave, in the yeah, graveyard. Yeah, one night. What? One night, only because... A friend who I was staying at uh, lived in Carlton, and I didn't know anyone else in, in Carlton. All my friends were on the other side of the city in, in Paran and stuff like that. So I caught the last tram over to his house. He said, just call me when you're there, and I'll come and meet you from the tram stop because it's a back alley street, and, yeah, you, you won't find it. So I call and call, and he's got his phone turned off. I didn't know anyone else. and I didn't have enough money to get a taxi to anyone's houses who I knew. So the graveyard was there, and I thought, oh, I'll just jump the fence and go in there. It'll be quieter, and I can... Camp and then I rang around a bunch of friends and a friend of a friend lived in Carlton. So I spent four hours in a graveyard and then went to her house. Quiet. And on the way there, went past the twenty-four hour florist with a thing of, and oh, got yeah. some flowers and went, "Oh hi, oh. I'm staying. Here you go." Ah, oh. uh, yeah, but nothing happened um, Bru- between us. Not enough money for taxi, but enough money for flowers. <laughs> I was well, they're, say. Five, they're five bucks. You can get. Oh, okay. If you're buying them at like four in the morning, they're not going to be expensive. But do the prices come down at? I think so. Yeah, surely. <laughs> Unless it was just a really cheap florist. That'd be awesome if there was a florist rate like that. Yeah. <laughs> Come and get your, your flowers at 2 to 6 a.m. Well, half, half the price. That 24-hour florist. I lived like, like around the corner from that. that. That bamboozles me. I don't get what it's like. Why? Yeah. Why does a florist need to be open 24 well, hours? Well, why is there – here's the other two things then. Why is there t- – three 24-hour bakeries in Adelaide, and, and I'm not accusing them of doing the wrong thing because I think it's great. Yeah. But there's also out past my girlfriend's parents' house out in Doncaster, mm. 24-hour pancake parlour. Yeah. 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 Adelaide's got pancake parlour 24 hours as well. 24-hour pancake parlour. It's not a pancake parlour though in Adelaide. It's just, oh, is it? It's just, no, it's just some... I don't think it's... Yeah, it's not a chain. Well, this is the proper there. pancake parlour out oh. in Doncaster. 24 yeah. hour. I'm yeah, really yeah. tempted to go there at four. Have you, to, have you ever been there? I've been there not at four in the morning. Right, it's pretty. It get after about eleven. It gets pretty rank. There's just yeah. people like doing burnouts in the car park. But a guy, it's a full on. Yeah, right. it's pretty. A guy I know went there and let someone cut in front of him, and she was the million from <laughs> blooms came down. Yeah, <laughs> oh, and then there was redbacks in his dreadlocks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the um the twenty four hour bakery thing. I don't get why we don't. Why haven't we gotten on board with that? It's so much better than. You know, twenty-four hour McDonald's or whatever. Exactly. Like, yeah. Last time I went to Adelaide, we I was there for four nights, four nights doing comedy, mm-hmm. and we went to all three. Yeah. Sure, we did the rounds. Did you yeah. have a pipe loader? I didn't. I, I quite liked them, but I didn't have one. In Hobart, there's a twenty-four hour bakery as well. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah. Oh, really? Why aren't we yeah, down at Sunlanka? I don't get why we're not on board with that. And, you know, it makes some complete sense because the bakers are there in the middle of yeah. the night. That's it. Well, um, a, a friend of mine yeah, is from a small country town and she was saying the twenty that they had a bakery there that wasn't 24-hour, but it basically became a 24-hour bakery because people would be coming home from the bars and the clubs at 4am right. and the bakers are in there and yep. they can see them. So they're banging on the yep. windows going, give us a fucking cheesy pie! <laughs> and they'd end up just dishing it out anyway. And then they kind of went... Well, we're dishing it out of making money anyway. I we may as well just be open all the time. A mate in my hometown did exactly the same thing. He was a baker, and it was like every Friday, Saturday night, all the crowd from the bull and mouth. <laughs> 
The what? The the bull and mouth. That the, was the local. The bull and mouth. The bull and mouth. You know how the, like that English yeah. tradition of having the the, the, the skeleton and cocktail. Yeah, whatever. but that is like the most horrendous combination. Yeah, I guess so. The bull and mouth. It's such a. It, it is a horrendous place. It was. Uh, <laughs> why it was not like, two? Why not two animals? Why are you going an animal and a, a part of the anatomy? There's weirder ones than that, though. Really? Yeah. Isn't there? Isn't there like really know. ridiculous ones? Like the you know the elephant and ghost or something like the that. The elephant <laughs> and ghost. I reckon a better one would just be the ghost elephant. Yeah, that's a good be, name. I'd for go a there. That'd be that'd be like a real trendy. That wouldn't be like a country yeah, town. Yeah. That'd be like a hipster. Ghost elephant. That'd be where Carl's mate went and couldn't find it again. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah this it. crazy pub called the Ghost Elephant. Yeah, um, and then I chopped his hand off. <laughs> uh, Josh, you, I, I was thinking about this on the way here. You've got, you seem to have a lot of weird gig stories and and weird reviews. Do I? You seem to attract Hope weird so. reviews, like po- like gen- <laughs> gen- generally, <laughs> generally, generally positive. But you, you get weird reviews that are. I get reviews that don't talk <laughs> think, anything about means... my comedy. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Like overly sexual reviews. I had one that was like she, I can't remember who it was for, but it was like saying that halfway through she wanted to jump vagina first <laughs> and polish my face so it resembled a national guitar. <laughs> A national guitar? Yeah, like they're the shiny ones. Oh, like, right. Yeah, and so... Um, <laughs> so what's she keeping up her vag if she's capable of yeah. that kind and of then, And then it said, and then he mentioned his fiancée, and I um, sat back down in my seat and crossed my legs. Oh. That was the, and another, that was the only thing stopping her. Yeah, and another one, it was like... You, you, uh, you're getting married, there's no need to cross your legs. Yeah. It's, not gonna, it's not a threat. <laughs> and another one that said, um, when he walked on stage, 50 girls over his exploded... Oh yeah, it's, a shame. it's just gross. <laughs> um, is this the same yeah, review? Well, no, these are different reviews. I hope that wasn't your hometown, or that population won't be growing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there, there's those reviews, and then other reviews where it just says, "Take your mum, take your mum, like take your mum and he'll you fuck can... her." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, a friend of mine, I don't know if I've ever told you about this. A friend of mine uh, has a bit of a crush on you. Ooh. Has has for a long time from seeing me. Do gigs with you. Here we she's, go. She's quite, she's quite taken by you. And there was one night we were at a gig that you were at, and the two of us were there. We chatted to you, and then we left the venue. And I think it was like we went out the front door, around to the car, and you'd gone out around the back. You'd gone out like a different way. So where? We're walking around the front of the venue and she's gone, oh, my God, I'm so in love with him, oh, my God, uh, and really rabbiting on. And then as we're walking down the street, you've come to walk, like, around the corner, like, you were right there. And then she got really freaked out that you'd I, heard her. And I'm I like, did, he's, he thinks about himself a lot. He's probably... Yeah, I don't. I was, wouldn't have heard her. I no. would have just thinking about myself. Well, you have now. <laughs> yeah. I would, I would have said something to you, at least. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. What, later? Like, Not like, to her, yeah. Like, is she, can she polish? <laughs> <laughs> But you also you uh, you you were writing for Playboy, Penthouse. Oh, Penthouse, yeah. Sorry, I, I wrote time. for Penthouse. I um, I did this thing. Uh, publicist, a really great one, uh, got me a gig. <laughs> said for Comedy Festival, oh, they want like heaps of people writing for Penthouse. So can you do an article? And so I went. Is this okay. the same publicist that tried to get Belvedere to come to your show? Yeah, That's yeah, like a it marketing was, yeah. technique. Yeah, oh, they wow. they sat us down and we were like, okay, it's it's two weeks in the festival and you've done nothing. Uh, what? What's going to happen? And they said, "Oh, we thought we would send someone for confidential to get there, like as seen. They were seen at the. It was when I was doing the Renegades of Folk, and it was like, um, oh, so we thought we we know Belvedere, so we'll send Belvedere to your show, and so God, you can get. Why couldn't they have sent someone from Penthouse? <laughs> <laughs> but then they got Penthouse, um, got me a gig, and it was like just write one thing, and it was like I wrote it because I was a librarian at the time, so I wrote. A, 
like a day in the life of a librarian as if it was being interviewed by Penthouse. Yeah. And so they liked it and then wanted me to write a monthly column for them about anything I wanted. And it was nothing to do with sex. And I, so I just wrote about working in the library and right. little, being a little indie dick. And, <laughs> uh, and then uh, they wanted me to play at the Penthouse Pet of the Year Awards. What? And I said, I will do that. I didn't want to do it. I said, no, no. And they said, no, we want you to because you're part of the magazine and we're trying to get a new audience for the magazine because of, you know, internet. No one all, buys magazines ac- anymore. We keep accidentally putting naked women in yeah. and people get the <laughs> wrong idea. And I said, all right, I'll do it. I'll do some library stuff. But as, can I get the girls? Because no one there knows what I, who I was. And it was like, So I said, can I get the girls to dress up as librarians then? And oh. that's how I'll do it. I'll do it like that. And which is a bad concept, but it was the only way I thought – the guys will actually listen and they won't heckle and throw stuff at me if they're still naked. Yeah, that's stage. great. Yeah. And then I got there and the girls had not been informed about this at all and all got really antsy about it. So, no, we're not doing it. No way. Because I I brought cardigans and stuff for them. <laughs> how, dare, like, how dare you? We're not putting clothes yeah. on. <laughs> it was like, no. And it was like, we're not... We're not a joke. Don't make us a joke. And, like, and then I said, all right, well, if they're not doing it, I'm not going to do it. And then... Uh, I think the, the editor at the time said, okay, you don't have to do it. It's fine. And then they changed editors and the new editor, which was a woman, said, you've got to write about sex. That's all men want to read about. And I went, well, I'm, I'm not going to do that. And so I quit. Oh. And that's how I quit Penthouse. Oh. But David Sedaris used to write for Penthouse. That's how I used to um, justify like, it in my mind. Right. I just used the naked chicks. Yeah. That'd be mine. <laughs> but, no, it was terrible because we would get them sent to us. and Naked got, chicks sent to you. <laughs> the the magazine. Oh, right. It got to a point where me and my, my girlfriend at the time, which is my wife now, at like over breakfast would just be flicking through Penthouse magazines, <laughs> just going, we've really got to change this. We've oh. got to put them away. Like, no, yeah. That's awesome. No. Yeah, well, you, have you kept any of them? Can I have some? <laughs> can you? Can yeah, I, how got, did you get that? Can you, you get me that? Did you <laughs> used to bury them up the bush? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you probably don't know this. This was the only way you used to, used to be able to see porn unless your dad had some. You used to have in to find it. Oh, yeah. In the bush. Yeah. Like, and word would go around and it would be like, oh, oh my God, get on your bike. There's yeah. got a porno. And it would be like a, a picture or a, a people magazine. or yeah. I think Australia Post even had boobs Did in it. a little bit of bit. something. Yeah. yeah. With yeah, the Yamaha pub. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm disappointed that I, didn't, that I didn't grow up in that time. It sounds way more thrilling than just having to find one of the Asian kids at the tuck shop and give him 20 bucks to get a burnt CD of stuff that he oh, that's downloaded so, that's so urban. LimeWire or whatever. <laughs> no, yeah. well, they, kids in the, in, up in the country did that. Even comic books. I remember people had, like, stacks of comic books out in the bush. I don't know why. Why they would hide a bit of ducktails, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unless uh, uh, Scrooge McDuck got them out in, in, in one copy, but probably not. There's a, there, that's got to be out there now, though. There's like there's a, there's yeah, a have you seen yeah. the trailer for um the Simpsons porno that someone's made? No. And it's not animated. It's like actual oh. actors and they've painted <gasps> their skin yellow. Really? Oh. Yeah, and there's a trailer that you can watch that's on YouTube that doesn't have any of the it's just got all like the setups to the yeah. storyline and stuff. But it's it's creepy. Yeah. It's so awful. Because it like, was the case of the uh, animated one, someone made it and it's got um done for child pornography because it had bark ah, really? and stuff and that's yeah, child right. porn. Oh right. Mm. Anyway, I'm pretty keen to see that trailer though. That sounds ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, have a look at it. It's 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 yeah. At the start, it's like, oh my god, what am I watching? And then towards the end, it's just because you realise that it's being sell as a legitimate thing. Like their their, their aim is someone's going to spend money yeah. on that and rub one out to weird <laughs> Simpsons porno. Like it's it's yeah, it's really disgusting. Like it's really it's weird. 
It's really weird. So um, you've mentioned it a couple of times, uh, your now wife. Yep. I was at your wedding. You was. And was you, you sent me a great text. So you had to leave early because it was during Fringe. Yes. And you sent me a text saying I'm in out Hungry Jacks eating a Whopper. I think our lives are going on different directions. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. But how are you finding married life? It's good. Yeah? It's Because it's, you're not married, but you will be soon, surely. Because you've talked about it on here. Have I? You should, yeah. Yeah, I, think I, pro- so. I should. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's, it's, it's fun. I haven't... I don't really talk about it on stage apart from saying my wife, mm-hmm. but I don't say, oh, this is, you know, when you're married and oh, blah, blah, blah. I think that's... That's a pretty cool thing for you to say, being as young as you are. You say yeah. my wife and it's not like, oh, the wife. It's like, oh, cool, you're one of those guys, young guys that gets married. Yeah, well, why had someone ask me, am, am I Christian? Because I'm married. I'm, like, no, I'm, just, <laughs> yeah. I'm just married. I don't cause... know any young people that are married. I don't, none of my friends are married, I don't think. Oh, really? Yeah. A few of mine are get. Like, I got a, I'm going to a wedding this week. Like, right. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, but... Being married, it, there's, there's no change really in being married apart from the pressure's off a bit. Like, that's it. Like, because I used to go, even with my exes, I used to think, as long as I don't cheat on them, they won't break up with me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no thinking of, you know, I might just be a real dickhead to them and they, or they might just stop loving me. Uh, but with a wife, it's like, okay, we, we'll, we, we're committed. And the only thing is, I get a bit more. And this is really stupid. This is really kind of almost sexist, even though. But uh, here we go, strapping no, folks. But when I'm here around, comes the, uh, here comes the promo. <laughs> when I'm around female friends, and it's just the two of, I feel a bit weird. I feel, oh, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be doing this. I should be. Oh, really? Yeah. And I know that's ridiculous because I've got a lot of female friends, but it's just like, oh, this is. What if? What if she jumps weird. me and starts polishing me, and the yeah. music walks in, <laughs> shining like a national guitar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and that, that's it. That's, that's the only difference. Right. And also, and you get a bit more boring, and, you, and I don't go out because I think, what's the point? I'm married. I don't need to go out to, <laughs> to pony at three in the morning and sit on their shitty toilets. <laughs> Is that all you do when you go to pony? <laughs> Straight into the dunny. <laughs> yeah, the best. All, all the rock royalty have sat on those toilets yeah. at one stage. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. What about, so what about your missus? Does she uh, have, like, girls' night out? Do you? Uh... Um, yeah, she... she... Yeah, because I'm I'm out a lot at night at doing gigs. Yeah, well, that's a good question. Yeah. Okay, because I've moved in with my girlfriend six months ago, and she's not loving the amount of times I go out to go to gigs. How does your missus uh, like that? She calls herself a comedy widow in those times. <laughs> like, for the month of the festival, she's like, all right, well, I won't see you for a month until yep. you come in, wake me up at, like, 2 in the morning, and then I'll get up and have to go to work at 6.30 in the morning. And so we've got four and a half hours of me snoring next to her so she loves that part but this year it will be different because i'm having a baby and yes. so um i'll be home I'll, my show finishes at eight so i'll oh, really? drive straight straight home and and nah, just, mate, come out and have a few yeah have a few mate <laughs> um yeah but can i come to the vic for one <laughs> <laughs> that's what it'll be yeah it'll be just for one i'm on the peas just for one <laughs> and because you're you were telling me that the due date is around a week after so but you're going to be on standby during your show yeah i have to have my phone on me on vibrate and if it yeah. rings and it's my wife well sorry guys i'm really I'm gonna go and put the cake down it's and so off. it's so funny though like a lot of comics being like but what are you gonna do it's your show it's like it's my kid like yeah oh do a do a show in front of like oh 40 people who have come or go and see the birth of my first child oh i think i know what i'm gonna do <laughs> yeah 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 
Yeah, yeah, what if your phone rings and it's me going cardboard yeah. 50 bucks? Because now that I know you're going to be leaving your phone on, I, think no, I, know, what you're gonna I know what you're going to do. You're going to take a, some tips from your mentor, Rod Quantock, yeah. get your 40 people, bring them into the <laughs> delivery room. <laughs> get the rubber chicken out. <laughs> oh, please do that. Okay. Come and right. come, everyone, for a tour of me wife. Yeah. <laughs> Came uh, for the comedy, stayed for the vagina. Uh, yeah. What? Uh, what if? What if? The, what if there's a situation wherein it happens kind of earlier in the day, and you're in the delivery room, and the baby's been born, and there's just enough time to nick off and make the show? Oh, nah, not the first. I'll do the second night, but not the first night. Okay, right, I'll because someone's got to drive. What if? What if the age are in that night though? <laughs> 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 oh no, I've got to go. I'm getting chortled tonight. <laughs> So what kind of dad do you reckon you'll be? Oh, hopefully a good one. How crap would it be if I'm a really shit dad? That'd yeah. be awful. Well, the worst way to find out. No, I, th- I think I'll be a... I don't know. I, no, I used to work with kids. I'm, I'm, a, I'm pretty cool around kids, I think. I, I think I'll be pretty strict, though. I think yeah. I'll be a strict dad. Not one of the... I won't take... We've discussed we're not going to take our kid to cafes. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Flights? Flights, well, you kind of have to on flights if you're going somewhere. Like, oh, sorry, my child's streaming <laughs> in your two hours to Queensland. Oh, no. Yeah, mate, I'm trying uh, to be hungover over here. Oh, I'm trying to watch, I'm trying to watch Mad Men on my computer, you <laughs> fucking insensitive dickhead. Um, no, but... Um, don't, pretend sometimes... that, don't pretend that every time you've been on a flight and there's been a kid crying that you've been sitting there going, oh, well, it'll be my turn one day. I, no, I have, actually. I wish, I I wish that kid was mine. <laughs> My, my best friend, Justin Hayeswood, I've actually had a fight with him on a flight because he complained about a baby crying one day. And I said, it's a baby. Like, it's crying. What, what do you want the parents to do? It's not like they're coming on going, yeah, we'll pinch it and make it cry. Like, they're freaking out of themselves. And he's like, oh, yeah, but I haven't slept. And, uh, and then he got out a tuna sandwich on a flight. Oh, <laughs> which is a lot worse, I That think. is pretty bad. How, yeah. long's, how, long's, how long's the flight, though? That was a flight to Sydney. So an from, hour, hour and a half from Melbourne. Why are you bringing your own food on a flight to Sydney? Virgin. It's yeah, like when people get the shits when they get a tiger flight and they're like, it's bullshit, man, you've got to pay for your food. You're like, it's an hour. Yeah. They, they, like, they paid you to take this flight. How are <laughs> yeah, they going to yeah. afford food? I love how Tiger has just got everyone's expectations about flying now way lower. I, used to, I remember complaining that you don't even get a ticket. It's just like a docket. What is <laughs> with that? And now it's like, oh, we're in a cage. I don't care. But it's also, uh, I remember when Jetstar sort of being the first budget airline, how it was kind of like flying Jetstar was like kind of the real sort of povo option. Yeah. And you'd almost be a bit ashamed. But now with... With Tiger being as shit as it is, it's like if you're flying Jetstar, it's like, ooh, fancy. Yeah, Tiger's like the pirate version of a DVD. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Do you reckon any comics ever talked about flights and air travel before? (laughs) Do you reckon this podcast is... Well, we've talked about the barriers. difference between men and women, so yeah. we just went on to the yeah. F. And I'm, I'm just about to talk about my kid. Oh, <laughs> hey. Because I, I was asking hang you. Hang on, hang on. Now, what I wanted to talk about was reality TV shows. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, no, where's fine. the weirdest place you've ever had sex? <laughs> um, you, 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 are you pre-writing child material? I'm not. Oh, no, I'm not pre. I've got some stuff. Uh, well, we have you got a show title for next year. Yeah, it's called Josh L. Crazy Dad. Uh, <laughs> Shit and, Dad. And the poster of me. Dad, question the poster of me just holding a whole bunch of kids looking bamboozled. Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, well, folks, that brings us to the end of the little Dum Dum Club for another week. Josh, what have you got coming up that you can let people in on? Uh, Brisbane Comedy Festival starts in. I'm in early March for two weeks, and then and then my show in the Comedy Festival. Josh yep. Earls love songs and dedication. Oh yeah, get on board. Thanks very much for coming in, man. That's right. Thanks Great for to have me. you on board. Uh, that's it for another week from us. Tune in next time on the Little Dum Dum Club. We'll see you then. See you, mate. See you, mates. <laughs>